Welcome to another episode of Business Pills, part of the Digital Business Models podcast offered by the4weekmba.com. With this format, we try to really look at giving a simple answer, trying to be, you know, as straightforward as possible, even though today we're going to look at a complex topic, which is, is we work a viable business model? If you've been following actually the, the news uh, lately, uh, you saw that WeWork is pretty much anywhere. And while I don't like to, to cover things that are really into the news because there is a lot of noise around it, it's very hard to make sense of it. There are everyone telling his opinion like uh, what's going on. I want to really highlight a few points and really give my perspective uh, again just because uh, I think that there is a lot of noise right now. So, straight answer, is we work a viable business model? It's not. And for several reasons. Now, let's uh, go point by point to cover a few things uh, that we may want to look at when it comes to, to WeWork. Now, WeWork uh, was, a, is a, was a private company, actually is still a private company that was trying to actually uh, get uh, go through an IPO, so was trying to become a public company. And uh, one thing which is interesting uh, is that WeWork, uh, just in 2019, uh, according to several kinds of valuations, the company was worth more than uh, $40 billion, which, which is a lot. So now one question get, then comes to mind uh, is, uh, uh, are, are we actually going through a, a private bubble uh, in terms of, of uh, private companies' valuation? Because uh, what's, happen- what's happening right now, it seems that at least in 2019, uh, the companies that got listed, uh, they didn't manage to actually have a, a successful uh, IPOs and actually didn't manage to, to uh, go through, um, you know, uh, um, uh, um, really excitement of the market around those companies. Now, what are the reasons behind that? Uh, and, you know, when I'm talking about companies that IPO, I'm thinking about companies like, for instance, Uber or Lyft or other, other companies uh, that uh, really IPO'd uh, this year. Now, the, the, the hard part is that, first of all, uh, when we look at the, the, um, the WeWork financials, uh, one thing that you notice right away is that, of course, the company doubled its revenues uh, from 2018 to, to, to 19. Uh, we're talking about the first months of the year. But at the same time, uh, it also uh, you know, improved its uh, expenses quite uh, substantially. There are other things uh, to take into account. Of course, if WeWork was going to, uh, to IPO with, with positive numbers, you can imagine that we wouldn't have all this noise that there is right now. And one thing is also about timing. Uh, timing, it's very, very important, as you can imagine. Uh, it can really make or break a company. And in, the, in this year that there are the worry about recession that are increasing, uh, you, you can imagine that uh, for a company that could afford to actually go through an IPO uh, without having a, a viable business model, it becomes very hard when you go through a recession, a recession period, especially when your primary customers are uh, companies that uh, actually are startups that if we go through a recession will be the first companies to, to um, actually suffer from it. It's very important also to highlight that WeWork has been uh, really, uh, you know, improving its enterprise customers, which, you know, we can imagine that those might stick uh, if uh, we go through a recession, but at the same time, uh, on the other end, if we think uh, the way enterprise customers might be using WeWork as really an expansion, uh, you know, partner, so, you know, we rely on WeWork as an enterprise company uh, because we are trying to expand the operation. We don't want, for instance, I'm just thinking, you know, in in terms of 
me as a, as a potential enterprise customer WeWork. So instead of relying on internal resources and expanding, um, for instance, geographically, because it may be, um, for instance, too risky, uh, because then it becomes harder to, 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 to cut space and stuff, we, we use WeWork as a partner for growth. So I can imagine that if we go through a recession, this is the first uh, sort of variable which will get cut. So again, a recession is hard because uh, for, especially for a business model which hasn't uh, proved viable yet, it's, it's very hard. Another aspect that you notice uh, when you go through the, the, the WeWork um, IPO uh, or attempt uh, IPO because uh, if you're following the news right now, you, you know that uh, the, the company has withdrawn uh, so far, at least is delaying the, the IPO. So um, it might reconsider um, you know, in a, in a few months, if things uh, start to work out, uh, for instance, they're thinking to fire uh, 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 quite uh, quite uh, uh, a few employees. Uh, but one thing that you notice when you go through uh, the, uh, the WeWork uh, um, uh, S one, which is the form that uh, companies as uh, companies have to submit when they uh, have to go public, so they have to submit this form to the SEC. Uh, so the Security and Exchange Commission, uh, what happens is that um, there are a few, quite a few buzzwords. So there are many things that WeWork is, is doing that, again, if the company was a viable business model, if we were in a timing where things were working out properly, we were not going through, or probably people were not expecting a recession to come, those things will be will still pass, I think, because uh, again, for how many passwords you might use, if on the other end you have a solid business, there is there is nothing that people can say about you. If you if you look at uh, financials of companies like like Starbucks, you see that uh, the company uses a lot of buzzwords. I mean, um, it's in the culture of the company, and in many cases, companies themselves are cult, so are really cultures are really. Um, you know, they really try to emphasize on their culture because uh, they think that's what makes them special, even though, again, companies are businesses that make money and they need to make money uh, consistently. So a few things that come out to mind when we go through the uh, S1 or WeWork is, first of all, uh, WeWork is trying to really redefine uh, a new sort of a model, which is uh, which the company calls space as a service. Now, if you know how commercial real estate works. You know that usually what happens is that uh, you rent an office uh, or a space, a commercial space for, for your company. And um, all you do is really you pay the rent. And then, for instance, at, at the end of the year, you might pay the, the so-called common area maintenance fees, which really are the shared um, the shared expenses that uh, that uh, you know the landlord the landlord might anticipate for for the commercial tenants throughout the years, which then it can be spread uh, for for the commercial um, you know for for the the the, um, the people renting those commercial spaces uh, at the end of the year, depending on the kind of contract that you have. Of course, uh, you can pay the the common air maintenance uh, in in different ways. But again, this this is very important for the landlord, which is running a commercial real estate business because it can actually uh, get back a few of um, of uh, of uh, the, the expenses that he had on on a commercial property and it can be also used as a leverage when you uh, you know have a contract with a commercial tenant what happens is uh, you can say something like okay i'm going to reduce the common area maintenance fees if you're going to pay for instance an higher amount of, of money now we work trying to redefine uh, this space by actually adding more to it so that uh, companies part of the we work community uh, that would be using the, the co-working of, uh, of the company actually would pay a, a, a retainer. So would pay a, a monthly fee, a subscription fee. Uh, and that's where uh, the space as a service comes to place. Now, 
if uh, we work on Sugolit Space as a Service and if this is going to turn out to be a, vi a viable model, I mean, we, 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 we're going to look at it in, in the years to come. And I think it's fine. Um, you know, people are arguing whether uh, a company can come up with uh, this new method, uh, ter terminology and uh, just uh, get away with it. I think it can if it has a viable business model. Again, here the point is, is that the company is in a bad timing uh, and in this bad timing where we're going through a recession, it's using a lot of buzzwords and it's not showing a viable business model. Because again, those same words that we're seeing today, they were used uh, back in 2016-17 when WeWork was considered one of the hottest companies around and valued over $40 billion. I think what's making a huge difference is the fact that the company right now is in a very bad timing. Of course, there are also other aspects like the lack of transparency of the corporate governance, uh, the fact that, for instance, the, the, the founder or CEO, Adam Newman, uh, has been having a lot of control and managing things uh, uh, not transparently from, from the way it was uh, you know, uh, leasing um, personal space to the company. And also the fact that the company uh, pushes uh, in, call, in calling itself a technology company, even though, again, uh, we work uh, main attempt is really to transform uh, a commercial uh, a commercial real estate uh, contract which usually again it's it's a, it's simple contract in something which is more uh, on a, on a, on a, on a service basis where um, you know it, it's common in in the software as a service space and all the other uh, services industry that we have today um, in in uh, in the in the um, you know after throughout the, the internet uh, era where you know you can justify several kinds of services because you leverage on data technology and other services to actually um, have uh, have um, the company's part of of your platform you know paying uh, something on a, on a, on a um, retainer basis now uh, having said that um, really again Another another key point I think it's about the addressable market where the company argues that uh, this uh, this uh, this is uh, this is a market which can be you know I think uh, over over a trillion or something like that I I don't remember the exact number I think it's not the point because when, also when it comes to addressable market that's uh, that's a big big question mark when companies say you know this is going to be this is how big is going to be the market but in reality how how do you even know because that depends on many variables. And you can be as realistic as possible or you can dream big. But uh, uh, at the end of the day, it really depends about how economy is going to evolve. And, you know, it's very hard to predict. So, again, is WeWork a viable business model? It's not. And it's not because uh, it's not showing yet a bottom line which uh, it's going toward uh, profitability. It's uh, it's really in a bad timing where the company is still using buzzwords in a time where you need to be more realistic because we're going through a recession and so there are more people which are skeptic about what's going on and if you have a customer base which is made of startups of course the risk is that uh, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be the first company which is gonna fall once the recession comes and then if uh, you know we ask whether we work is a fraud um, I mean. If we look at the business itself, of course, it's real business. Uh, if uh, we see whether the numbers are a fraud or not, uh, of course, if we rely on the numbers that they gave us in the financial statements, we don't know if this, uh, this is a fraud or not. It's something that, you know, if there's going to be an investigation or something, things will, will um, you know, will, will be figured. But right now, it's really understanding that when you don't have a viable business model, 
um, and you're going through a recession uh, and you keep using the same method that you've been using in the past to pump your valuation in a private market which is less transparent compared to a public market you really need to change your mindset you really need to make sure that you understand that uh, with the public market it takes a different approach uh, you're going through a recession you need to understand the context so really for me this is a lack of understanding on the context right now so that we're going through a recession understanding that uh, the same model that you use to get to a 50 billion dollars valuation is not the same to actually keep the valuation and grow it further and that actually when you don't have a viable business model uh, it's very easy to argue whether the company is going to worth uh, that much or more so those are the key points that I wanted to highlight. I hope that this perspective is giving you, uh, you know, uh, some value uh, beside uh, what the, the, the old things that have been said so far. And this was another episode of the Business Pills, part of the Digital Business Models podcast offered by the 4weekmba.com. For more content like that, just go on 4weekmba.com.